planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Carla from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Canada Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Pill Devil Hill. It's Wednesday 13. It's Jasmine Yellow Driving. This is Odorous from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Hi, Ross. It's Smith from Rabbit Noise. How you going, brother? Hi, Nav. Yeah, it's great to meet you. How are you? Yeah, really good. How's your day going? We're, we're all good, man. Thank you. Yeah, so, um, looking forward to coming out and playing Australia finally. Yeah, and uh, of course, uh, the buzz down here about the tour is uh, just insane. I mean, online, when it was announced, uh, so many fans, like people that I knew, were just po- reposting the flyer and everything. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're all, we're all stoked here to, to finally do it. So it's um, 10 years in the making, but yeah, it's uh, long overdue. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And uh, why has it taken so long to, to get down here? Why? Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, it's usually a lot of factors involved, um, financially speaking, and whether promoters are willing to kind of take that risk and, and book us. You know, we're a band from the other side of the world, um, and for a first-time thing, it's got to it's got to be a sure thing. You know, um, so I think like since the last couple of records were relatively successful, um, certainly among the online audience. I think now that um, the profile has been raised, that uh, you know people are willing to kind of embrace us elsewhere, which is great. Oh man, it's unreal. Yeah, it's you know very yeah. very exciting, and uh, as I said, well overdue. But uh, you know, all good things you know come to those who wait, and uh, lots of people down here in the uh, metal and prog community are, are very very stoked. And of course, uh, you are going to be uh, touring in support of uh, your latest album, uh, Affinity, which is uh, came out last year, and I love the 80s vibe of it, man. H- how much of the album are you going to be playing for us down here? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. Obviously, it's an Affinity tour, but um, we're also aware and conscious of the fact that it's the first time you guys are seeing us, and we'd like to com- cover a lot of the older records as well. So um, it should be pretty balanced, I would have thought. But yeah, expect um, the, the popular, well, um, well-received tracks from Affinity as well. How long uh, can we expect a, a set to, to go? I mean, considering some of the songs are pretty long. Yeah, I mean, our, our sets are normally around a two-hour mark. So um, I'm not sure exactly what we've got allocated um, for these ones yet. Um, you can expect around that, that kind of time. What is awesome, man. As for, of course, uh, the 85 uh, some of it reminds me of uh, some of the soundtracks from the movies that you know I grew up watching, and um, one part in uh, 1985 yeah. reminds me of uh, Commando. Actually, there's a, there's a little. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't I can't put my finger on it. Um, but you know, were were scores for movies and stuff an influence from that time period when you were writing this album? Yeah, I mean we we've seen it kind of coming back in popular culture in a way. Um, but um, yeah, these, we wanted to pay homage to, to exactly that, um, the kind of 80s movie soundtracks, which um, dominated our viewing pleasure growing up as well. 
one particular composer, Vince Dakota, was um, was a big inspiration for that track in particular, and mimicking the the sounds that were used. Um, He was responsible for um, Rocky, or Rocky IV, I think, in particular, was one of the main points of reference, and Transformers movie, I believe. Ah, um, yes. This is another one. So, things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's all, it was, that was the vibe we were going for, absolutely. Was that soundtrack for you an important one, the uh, original Transformers one? Because that's, I mean, it's a classic track on that. It's a great soundtrack, yeah. It's, um, I wouldn't say it's my favourite movie, but <laughs> um, just, just, love, just love all that. Um, kind of the, the big drums, the sweeping arpeggios, and it's, yeah, it's so much, so much fun to listen to, and it's, in this context, in a in a heavy <laughs> metal prog metal album, it's really good fun as well. Play it works, then it really works, and that's why I think I, I don't I know like how, it. but it, we seem to seem to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys been hit up to uh, work on writing scores for movies and stuff like that? Uh, we've never had any offers. I'm, I'm sure that's something um, the guys would love to be involved in doing. Absolutely. But uh, no, no requests as of yet. Well, maybe, maybe something on the horizon. I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it'd certainly, it'd certainly be nice to hear a Haken track at least uh, on on a piece or or a TV series or something. Um, that'll be awesome. But um, we're waiting for that day. Awesome, man. Well, uh, you know, I believe uh, this year marks ten years of the band's existence, which is pretty damn cool. And you know, you've crammed a lot into that time. Uh, what has been the most uh, significant moment for the band over those years, would you say? Yeah, I mean, the time has kind of gone so quickly, you know, a snap of a finger um, for me. It didn't seem that long ago we were doing our first ever show in, in some small pub in, in London. The, I mean, there, there's been several landmarks, and usually they've been kind of festival appearances or or album releases or something like that. Um, but I, I mean, I can't put my finger on the best ones, but um, I mean, significantly, when we first played a, a big prog festival in in Germany, that kind of boosted our profile in the in the progressive world, certainly online and and in Europe. And then our first trip to the United States. Um, originally, our our first label was based in the US, so we already had a connection there. But playing there for the first time was pretty awesome. And then, of course. Um, the, when the mountain was released, and suddenly we're on a new label, and musicians that we looked up to and respected start to take note and and share the love to their fans, and and things kind of snowballed from that. And that, that, they've been that was a significant kind of record for us. Has there been someone that you've met that ha- has had a significant influence on you that you found out that they were were a fan of your own music? I mean, we we met the whole of Dream Theater um, on their Along for the Ride tour, and then obviously subsequently we met Mike as well. And we were always big fans of Dream Theater growing up, so it was really cool that we learned that they were suddenly appreciative of what we were doing. I think in a way we like, you know we reminded them of of uh, how they used to be, being a band, um, evolving and trying trying to make it, you know. And so that was cool, and then meeting them and hearing the compliments is always rewarding. In regards to, uh, you know, prog in general, you know, I've noticed 
over the last few years, it's just made a massive comeback. And uh, it's, it seems to have evolved in a way that, you know, it's a little more accessible, you know, to the average listener. You know, do you find that as well? You know, have you noticed that? Um, I've certainly noticed um, a resurgence, I guess. I guess it's down to so many different factors, like, I mean, the internet's a massive tool for, for progressive bands getting out there, and there's a lot of musicians who want more, and listeners for that matter, who want more out of their um, listening pleasure, I guess. Um, people are always hungry for the for the next best thing or the bigger, the more intricate music. Um, with the internet, they're able to search for that, and it's meant that a lot of bands like us have been able to kind of do our thing, um, which is great. Um, we've had um, the Prog magazine has played a big part, I think. I don't know if you, you get it out there, you probably do. Um, but um, it's, it's a UK-based magazine, but they're, they're, they're worldwide, and they've been able to boost the profile of many kind of progressive artists that would otherwise be hidden somewhere in the internet or just not not heard, you know. So that's that's, that's been great. Um, the revival of of vinyl as well has has meant people going to local record stores and digging up bands that were popular in the seventies and hearing all their dad's records, you know, has sparked that um, love for prog rock again, I think. I think it's awesome, you know, especially, I, I guess, down here, it's it's like a different world, man. I don't know if you've been to Australia but before, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I guess, in, in the UK and the US and stuff, like, prog is pretty massive, and I guess we're always a little bit behind, so... I don't know, I'm just noticing at the moment, you know, it's not just the, the dudes in the guitar shops and stuff like that. It's, you know, there's a lot of local bands that are yeah, popping I mean, up got, here. I mean, there's two bands from um, from Down Under that spring to mind, which, which are doing good things for prog, and that's Carnival and um, Caligula's Horse, I saw recently. And it's bands like that are kind of shifting away from traditional metal and making it a bit more interesting, and I think that's... It's making a big difference. Oh, definitely. And it's it's funny you mentioned uh, Caligula's horse. Uh, they're local guys here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're from my hometown when I'm talking to you now on the Gold sure, Coast. Sure, sure. So it's like we've seen oh, them. Man, they're, so, they're so good. They played in my hometown recently, and uh, we met them at, at a Spanish festival. Such nice guys, you know, and they're just great musicians. It would be fun to do something with them in the future. They'd be stoked to hear that, man. They're, they're great dudes, man. They're great. They're great yeah, bands, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, of course, man. Uh, you know, you're such an amazing vocalist as well. You've got such a great range. Uh, do you get hit up for lessons on the road by fans and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I don't really tend to do lessons. Uh, I'm not sure why. I think it's probably because I've never had an official lesson myself. So I don't. Other than um, picking up some tricks of the trade along the way, it's, it's pretty much a natural talent. <laughs> Um, if, that, if that doesn't sound too uh, blowing my own trumpet, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's um, it's really a craft which I've kind of honed myself over the years. Um, so it's, it's quite a difficult one to kind of teach. Um, I know the other guys um, go for lessons as well, which is which is cool. Um, they have more of a classical training in their background and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's hard, it's hard to teach how to be expressive and, and let things come from the heart as well as the technique. So um, it's something I'll consider 
Yeah, because, I mean, as I said, you've, you've got such a great voice, dude, and it's so professional as well. For me, listening to your voice going, man, this dude's probably trained, you know, with, like, the craziest teachers in the world, you know, conservatorial well, stuff. I mean, up to 10, 10 years ago, I didn't even think I had a voice, you know. I mean, wow. uh, we started off at the very beginning of Haken, it was three guitarists. Uh, I was one of those, you know, and... um I'd, I'd done backing vocals in, in a high school band, but I'd never really had the... I'm quite a shy person. I'd never had the confidence to go out and be a lead singer. Um, with, you know, it took some encouragement. And, I don't know. I really guidance, I guess, from some, some friends and family. But, yeah, I mean, it's, I wouldn't look back now. I'll have so much fun out there. Is it in the blood? Have you got, like, family members that are, you know, been singers and stuff like that? Like, do you think it's been passed down? No, no, it's bizarre. There's no, there's no musical strand running through my family at all. The closest thing is, is my granddad was a was an artist, uh, so he's a painter. But um, other than that, there's not much creativity in my family <laughs> history, um, which is crazy. And maybe I should get a paternity test. I don't know. But, <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, it's, um, yeah, it's really just become. It's been born from my own experiences and passion for, for hearing music. That's awesome. Um, and, of course, are you going to be here again in November, I believe, as part of the Mike... Mike, Mike let me start that one again. Um, Mike Portnoy's <laughs> Shattered Fortress. That's a mouthful. Um, that's right, is it? You're coming back down with him? Yeah, he, he really wanted to bring the show to you guys. I mean, it's not to be missed, really. I mean... I know um, we're, we went into this aware there's probably some scepticism. I mean, there's three guitarists. The original band's not there, but it's we're, we're doing it justice, man. We're, 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 we love this music as much as the fans, you know, and we, we want to perform it um, as faithful as possible. And we've been doing so, and it's, it's been much fun. And the feedback has been phenomenal. It really has. See, that alone, that's, that's a story and a half, man. Like... How did that, how, I mean, do you, do you just call you up and go, hey, you guys want to jam on some stuff? You know, like, that's unreal. It started, um, we, we did a tour with Next to None um, in 2015. Next to None is obviously Max Portnoy's band, Mike's son. And it was about two, week, two weeks long, this tour. And then the final show, it was at a place called The Empire, um, which was, um, due to be closed down, so we did the final show there, and not just the last show of our tour, but the last show that would ever be played at this venue. And um, we just had the idea to just make it a special night and do some covers at the end of the at the end of the set. And since Mike was on the road with his son, um, he was pretty much there as a drum tech. You know. <laughs> um, you know, we asked him, would you like to come and play the Mirror with us? And of course, he agreed. Um, and, and played with us, and I think that set uh, planted the seeds for for what is now, um, which is amazing. You know, if you told, if you'd asked me even maybe five years ago, you know, you're going to be playing Dream Theater material with Mike Portnoy, I would have told you to do one. <laughs> but, um, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have, wouldn't have believed it. But yeah, it's, it's an incredible experience so far, and there's still so much, so much more to do with him. So. Um, That's awesome, and uh, and Australia you know, and South South America and a few more in the states as well. So not over yet. So are you coming down here and then 
going again and then coming back? Or are you just going to hang around? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about that, actually, because, um, you know, Australia is a bucket list country for me. I, I haven't even visited on a holiday, so I, I just can't wait to come to see and, and be there and soak it up, you know. And, I mean, the reason I say it's great that we're coming twice is because the first trip with Haken, I think the schedule is so relentless. We've got four shows back-to-back mm. with flights in between. Um, there's not going to be a lot of kind of downtime or tourist time, you know. So um, I think we'll have to do that in November when we come come back with Mike. There'll be a bit more time for that kind of thing. Oh, man, that's that's awesome. I mean, you know, that you get a chance to come down, check it out, suss it out a little bit, and then uh, yeah. come back and do a little bit of touristy stuff too, hopefully. I mean, the, the tour um, kicks off for you guys here uh, in Brisbane, of course, at the zoo on uh, Thursday, the 28th of September. And that's a cool little venue, man. Like, it's a, that, that's an awesome venue to see you guys play. That's so, great. Um, yeah, we're, we've gone, we're going into this with no real expectations, actually. Um, we, we haven't really checked out the venues. I haven't checked, don't really know much about how the fans are. You know, are they crazy? Are they reserved? Yeah, it's all, it's all, um, it's all new to, to me, really. So um, I'm going in there with an open mind and, I'm sure it's going to exceed all expectations. I really can't wait. And, uh, of course, is there going to be a, a new album on the way? I know you just released it last year, but, I mean, have you guys been cooking some new stuff up for maybe next year? Yeah, I think we haven't really started on the next record yet. Um, there was, there's been ideas in the pipeline to put out a live record, um, but even that's had to take a step back because of the Shattered Fortress stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to that next year, I would have thought, and hopefully... Hopefully by the end of 2018, there might be something ready. Um, I don't like to promise anything because plans constantly change. But yeah, it's it's um, it's on our minds as we speak. Awesome, man. Well, uh, dude, it's been a, a awesome having you on the show, and uh, I'll be seeing you and the boys in Brisbane, and then uh, again in November. Yeah, thanks Grab so much for having me, and um, yeah, we're really looking forward to to meeting everyone, and yeah, just going wild for you guys. See you in September. Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 700.